This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hello, I hope you're having a great week. Today we are talking about greeting people, getting your puppy to do so calmly and politely. That is a really tall order for some dogs. You might even know a dog that that's a tall order for. But first, how are the basics going? Sit, down, stay. How about a come? Wait. Is potty training going all right? How about crate time and navigating the puppy zones? Awesome. I like to check in with my own dogs and skills to assess what their strengths are and what areas we can focus on week to week. Puppy training is a bit of a roller coaster with some good days and some bad days, and it's easy to fall into a slump of this isn't going well, or I wish my dog wouldn't do that. My challenge for you this week, identify three things that are going really well daily. So if you look for them, I think you'll find them. I'm a big believer in you find what you're looking for. So make a list if it helps and put it somewhere you'll see it throughout the day. I wanted to start there as what we're talking about today can be a real challenge for some dogs. They get so excited to see people that they want to go to them as fast as possible. Their minds seem to go out the window and getting focused is really hard. So it's easy to get frustrated and even avoid going out on walks or inviting people over because we might feel embarrassed. So where do we start? Some of you have brand new puppies or are getting a puppy soon. And there are a few things that you can start doing right away with your dog to set them up for success in this area. I talk a lot about setting our dogs up for success. It's a really effective way to help our puppies in training. So first is prevention, right? When our puppy greets somebody, preventing them from being able to jump on someone really helps. It helps them not learn to start a habit that we don't want them to have. So I like to use a target hand and then I lure them into a sit. So what do I mean by a target hand? Uh, Initially with a brand new puppy, I put a treat in my hand, I close it like a fist and I pop it out in front of me. Now I put it at the height of my puppy. If I put it up where my arm naturally falls, it's too high and the puppy will most likely jump to get it. And I want that puppy to stay with all four paws on the ground. So as that puppy comes running to me, I'm popping out my target hand about knee height for most puppies. And I'm putting it about you know a foot and a half in front of me if I can, as far out as my hand will reach, that's where I'm putting it. Because I don't want to hold it in near me as that will encourage my puppy to come in and jump on me. So by putting that target hand out in front of me, down low where my puppy can reach it, then I can immediately capture their attention and lure them into a sit. Remember, puppies are movement magnets. So as that hand comes popping out right as they approach, they're going to be directed right onto that movement and then I can lure them into a sit, at which point I'm in what I like to call the yes loop and I can mark yes and reward for a nice, good sitting behavior. Now, what if your puppies already jumped? Maybe you can't prevent that jump when they come running to you. Maybe they already jumped on you. What can you do? I like to interrupt my puppy by making a noise. So not a noise that will scare them, but a noise that will surprise them. And oftentimes for me, it's a little blow, like a or a high-pitched noise, like a something that just, oh, what, huh, what was that? And then my puppy looks up and they... Uh, put their paws on the ground. The second they put their paws on the ground, I can then go on to that yes loop of yes and reward them for getting off or sitting or I can ask them to do a bunch of things at that point. So I like to show my puppy what will get them rewards. So they've already jumped. I interrupt with the sound and then I redirect to a better behavior. 
and then give them a reward for that so they learn, ah, this is what gets me rewards, not the jumping. So I teach all of my puppies the concept of sit to say please. And dog training is a lot about motivation. It's what motivates your dog to do something. And I take that uh, concept and I apply it to the sit to say please thing where if my dog would like something, I just simply wait for them to sit first. So they have motivation to sit because they want something and I'm using what they want uh, as motivation to get them to sit. It works out really nicely. A game that you can play with new puppies to help teach this concept of a puppy running up to you to greet you or to greet a person is called Round Robin Recall. So this is one of the games that I teach my members in my program. Uh, but basically everybody gets in a circle and everybody has two or three treats on hand. One person decides to go first and they call the puppy to them. So puppy, puppy come. And as that puppy comes running across the circle to this person, they uh, pop out their target hand for a brand new puppy, lure them into a sit. The second the puppy goes into a sit, we mark yes and feed them a treat. And then that person becomes a statue. And that's the cue for the next person in the circle to call the puppy to them. So then they say, puppy, puppy come. And the puppy runs the other direction across the circle to the next person. You know, that person helps that puppy get into a sitting position again before they jump. So use the target hand if needed. As your puppy gets better and better at this game, they won't need a hand target anymore, but in the beginning, you'll need to show them what to do. So absolutely help them out. And once that person's treated the puppy for sitting calmly, then they become a statue and the next person goes. So essentially we are having your puppy run back and forth across this circle. And when they get to a person, they're putting on the brakes, they're sitting down and they're getting a treat for it. And then they run to the next person, they put on the brakes, they sit down, they get a treat for it. So we're teaching this puppy that when you approach somebody, you sit calmly and you'll be rewarded with a treat. All right, so there's some tips for you if you have a brand new puppy or you're getting a new puppy soon. If you already have a dog who goes bananas when they greet people, here's what I recommend. So first, let's start practicing this scenario with a familiar person. So find a family member who lives in your home. That's usually best because your dog already knows them and there's a level of excitement that's much lower compared to a person your dog doesn't see on a daily basis. So a stranger, for example, is really exciting oftentimes because they're novel and a person that lives in the house with your puppy is not as new. So start with family members. And I like to play the game, which I call mother may I. So your puppy is the mother per se. They are in charge of the game. They are it. And I stand with my puppy on leash next to me. And then I get a helper to be uh, the player basically in the game. And they stand 10 to 20 feet away from my puppy and me. And they start to approach my puppy. Now, if my puppy decides to stay calm, the person can keep approaching. If my puppy decides to go a little bit crazy or get too excited, then that's the signal for the person who's playing to turn around and go back to start. And we'll repeat this as much as we need or as many times as we need to until my puppy will remain calm as the person approaches. So the puppy will start to figure out if I sit here calmly, the person approaches. If I start to get too excitable or I stand up or I start to you know, get it too crazy, that person always turns around and goes away. Well, if that puppy is wanting to greet that person and that's a motivation for that dog, then the dog will figure out what works for them. So the dog will figure out that if the person approaches and I stay calm, then that person gets to come to me, which is what I want. 
So obviously we have to look at the motivation of your dog. And if your dog's not interested in the person approaching, that concept won't really work. But most often we can create the scenario where the puppy wants to say hi to the person. We send the person 10 to 20 feet away. They start walking towards the puppy. If the puppy's calm, they keep coming. If the puppy goes crazy, they turn and go back to start. And we'll repeat that over and over until the person can make it all the way to my puppy. Now, things that I do to set my puppy up for success would be to obviously start indoors with a person that my dog already knows. We mentioned that before. Also feeding my puppy treats every time they look at me as their handler. I would absolutely reward attention so that I'm helping my puppy learn, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is how I get rewards basically. Keeping distractions minimal. So picking a spot inside your house that's quiet and calm, really the only action happening would be that person approaching the puppy. So if this is even too much, you can start with you approaching your dog. You could start by tethering your dog to a sofa leg or a table leg that's very sturdy. And you can approach your dog while they're being tethered. And as long as they're calm, you keep approaching. If they go crazy or stand up and kind of start jumping around, you turn around and go back to start. So you could start with you approaching. When your puppy can successfully be calm and t- while you approach, then you can progress to the next step where I would have my puppy on leash and I'm standing next to them and a family member's approaching. Once they can handle the family member approaching, I might have, say, my child's friend come over. So maybe a friend that my puppy sees on occasion. So not completely new, but a little bit new and exciting. And once my puppy can handle that level, then maybe we go to a stranger that my puppy's never met. So now between those two points, you're going to have to get outside sometime. And I love taking the training outside. I always start indoors, but then I take it outside. And when you first take it outside, again, always think, how can I make this easier for my dog so that they can win and be successful? Because then they want to keep playing, right? Nobody likes to keep playing a game that they always lose at. We need to get the dog some successes. So they're like, yeah, I can do this and build some confidence there. And so the first time I take it outside, I mean, one way that I can make it easier is to use a familiar person. So a family member when I first go outside versus, do you see the difference between, you know, using a family member outside and then going outside for the first time and using a stranger? And those are two really hard things that I paired together for a puppy who's just getting to know this game. So again, always be thinking, how can I set my dog up for success with this exercise? And that's one of them is when you first go outside, use the same person that you used inside. So at least that's similar for your dog. They're just getting used to a new environment. And then I would go back through those steps in the outside location. And again, to make it easier, I start out in my backyard, right? Because my puppy knows my backyard, which would be easier than going to a park and letting my puppy be in a new place and have a new person approaching, right? So each little step that you try to change for your puppy, try to just do that one at a time. So if you're changing locations, keep the people similar. If you're changing people, try to keep the location similar. And really just do this several times a day until your puppy gets better and better at it. And then by paying attention to their success rate, you'll be able to appropriately progress them through the exercise until finally you can be out on the street in a new area, seeing new people, and your puppy is nice and polite when someone approaches. So remember, your dog does not always need to be able to say hi to someone or their dog if they can't handle it calmly. And just simply create some distance away from the person or dog until your dog can focus again. So that's how you know if you're far enough away from whatever your dog is excited about or fearful about is if your dog can focus on you again, you know that they're feeling more relaxed. So always increase distance if you need to, especially in emergency situations. 
And then not letting your dog practice unwanted behavior because that helps us as we work to train good behavior. The process will go more quickly. If my dog can't handle it calmly, then I just create some distance away until my dog can focus again. And then we work to decrease the distance until my dog can control themselves in the immediate presence of another dog or another person. So this takes time and patience and practice as with all things in puppy training, but it is very successful and very rewarding. Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a wonderful day and happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com, to contact me. 